You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerdfighters Podcast. My name is Ian the Well-Informed, and I'm here with Phil the UP. You know, I said UP. <laughs> it's the Philip Andrew. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I've uh, put my electrified fooling device away for another season. Um, you said electrified what device? Fooling. Electrified fooling device. Mm-hmm. EFD. Oh, I- don't have anything on that. Yeah, EFD. Yes. Uh, you said BFD, like E. EFD. Yep. It's nothing like um, F zero, you know. but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I couldn't get Homer Simpson with it because you know it wasn't the foolingest day of my life, so I just decided to put it away. I don't get that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to go back to the. Uh, I, to the April Fools episode of The Simpsons. I believe it's in uh it's in one of the early seasons. I don't remember which one. It was one of their first times they did a clip show actually. Is it like it's probably like season 3 or 4 or something. That sounds about right. Uh, uh how many seasons do they have? Oh, uh, uh, they're 30 and counting. 30 and counting. They're, apparently they're contracted up to 32. They're contracted up to 32. Uh-huh. Unlike, um, I want to say Stranger Things. No. Um, well, there's Stranger this one show that. Stranger uh, Things is going on to season three, apparently. There's some show that has been around for like, oh, Supernatural. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. only like season 15, I believe. And, and I believe the last season. it's going to be the last For one. real this time. Even though, like, seasons 6 through 14 were supposed to be the last season, 15 is for real the, real the last season. It's been announced. Mm-hmm. I, and with that show, I've only seen maybe 20 minutes of the whole thing, so... I watched I an episode of it once and didn't do much for me. All right. I, I know that people are um, kind of hurt that this is the final season for it, but... Uh, it'll it'll feel like an old friend who's leaving. No, away. Um, I see it. I I see it coming to Netflix. I really do. Seeing that it's been that long, <laughs> but just like take season uh, two, you mean new episodes are going to be on Netflix, or they're going to bring the bring the uh, existing seasons over to Netflix at some point. I would say both. At, but that they'll well, anything's bring... possible if you dump a big, big uh, pile of money in front of. Uh, I forget who's even on that show anymore. <laughs> I don't even know who's <laughs> on it, but but no, Netflix will know where to dump the big pile of money. They they need to. Um... I mean, they just raise my rates two bucks a month. That's they might as well put it to some use. I mean. They're probably going to put the money into the um, Special Olympics, right? <laughs> well, yeah, somebody's got to. Somebody's got to since uh, apparently our uh, our government doesn't want to ch- chip in for it anymore. No, they um, 
two weeks ago, they did say that um, federal government didn't want to pay for it, but then through like extreme backlash, they finally are um, they are going to fund Special Olympics. <laughs> yeah. My theory on that is they were never planning to cut it. They just needed an excuse to make a, to make a certain government officials look like heroes. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> That's my theory. That is, that is a theory, but not basing that on anything. But I think a lot of our government right now is just, um, should I say, just looking for attention? But <laughs> but They're always looking for attention. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm on the side of getting things right the first time and um, not. Alluding remember, to attention. <laughs> remember those days? Um, no, I don't. When, when our because, government was at least somewhat competent. Yeah. It, <laughs> I mean, I, I think some people are angered that we just can't move on. And when I say some, I'd say the majority of people. <laughs> yeah, they just they just can't. You know, that that's what they should build the wall out of just. Built a wall out of Hillary's emails. There, I said it. Nobody can get over those. I mean, you're saying that they need to build a uh, wally from Disney to um, um, fly across America. <laughs> yeah, pick up all our garbage. Pick up, pick up all our look, garbage. Look for, look for the last, uh, last bit of vegetation. Yes. <laughs> Spoilers for Wally, by the way. All right. I unfortunately have not seen that movie before, though. <laughs> but um, I haven't. I've watched it. It's been a while, though. Yeah. Um. So speaking of um, not Wally, but things that um, um, will never happen. Um, did you see the Nintendo Direct? On Monday, I watched about half of it, and it was very Zelda focused. It was it was very Zelda focused. They announced a game that they have shunned for a very long time: um, Want of Gamelon. <laughs> well, you know, at least you know it. It's let let's build let's put the Dark Ages back into the light so we can learn from Nintendo's mistakes. Yes, we need to. <laughs> We need to, as a, a consumer, take in that game as uh, a piece of high art. As and a piece I, of history. As a piece of history. <laughs> I, I was going to say that if um, with high art, I would say um, you say uh, hello and I say goodbye to it. But <laughs> that's just me. But I mean – it might just be such hot garbage that I delete it as soon as I download it, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the type of thing that you just at least it's let collect us. Yes, exactly. Yes, game on. But <laughs> no, so Monday for people who don't know, and I'm surprised if you don't know, it was uh, April Fool's Day. <laughs> I knew I was going to do something with that electrified fooling device. <laughs> Yeah, see, you're going to put it into um, Half-Life 3, correct? (laughs) 
And Portal 3. And Portal 3. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or even Bioshock. Bioshock 3. Bioshock. Oh, wait, no, we had Bioshock 3. They just called it Infinite. Yes, Bioshock (laughs) Infinite. So Bioshock 4, then, where they go underground. At the center of the earth. Yeah, and they, I think when they do get around to a new Bioshock, I, that's where I think it's going to be. It's going to be at the center of the Earth. Now, who's the game developer for that? I Usually it's, well, before, previously it was Irrational Games, but they dissolved after Infinite. Um, apparently, it's supposedly 2K Marin is working on it now. 2K Miranda. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I would um, I would assume Bioware, but. Oh. We'll we'll get it to we'll that get later. To, we'll get to Bioware <laughs> we'll, in a bit. We'll get to Bioware in a minute. Um, but no, we got a lot to cover there. Yeah, but uh, but then there was like, uh, what other April Fools' jokes? There was one that I really liked. Uh, um, Apparently, Heinz is just going to put mayo in everything now. Heinz is going to. But that's not going to cut the mustard, though. <laughs> well, if, you know, if you mix a mayo with it, you probably could cut the mustard. <laughs> you know, mix it with some uh, Cadbury cream cream filling, I guess, and some ranch dressing, which is already pretty a lot of mayo. But who knows? That sounds really good from a perspective that I want to chase the topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I don't like mayo to begin with, so none of this has any appeal for me. Uh, now you like, I do like mayo, just not Miracle Whip. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, one I really like um, by a group of uh, nerd fighters is uh, they played a prank on people announcing something called uh, DFTBA Brewery. Yeah. Now that sounds like something I can get behind. Um they they pranked that they were going to uh and I may be getting the location wrong, they wanted to uh move it to Missoula, Montana. <laughs> that sounds like where they'd where they'd put where they'd set up shop. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But it does sound it sounds like a good venture for Michigan though. Mm-hmm. Maybe have maybe like ten to fifteen thousand people, but outside of that, that's the only one I uh, really liked. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't have a chance to follow too many April Fool's jokes uh, this year. It's never been high holiday for me. Yeah. It, I follow it a little more I than... I mean, I usually just wait for whatever ThinkGeek does and wait six months for it to become a real product, like the Tauntaun sleeping bags, and that's the one I remember from a couple, from years ago. Or even um, the return of Sock and Boppers, <laughs> if you remember oh, those. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, no, those... Um, so, for people who don't know, like, Within the, I would say the millennial generation and before, um, who were born before millennials, there are these, uh, plastic kind of boxing gloves. But what would happen is that, um, it would close circulation to the hands. And so 
that April product Fools. was discontinued. So, <laughs> April Fools. So, wow. But yeah, that's not a good April Fools joke. Uh, releasing the V two of the soccer boppers, <laughs> no, uh, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I've I've always heard, you know, some t- it's never a good prank till somebody loses an arm. So right. losing a hand is halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, living on a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, um, aim- but sometimes you just got to hold on to what you got. Yes, you got to hold on to what you got. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> but no, going like, to make a difference if you're ready or not, Phil. <laughs> I could. I used to sing the song of karaoke. I could go all day. Yeah, but you, you don't want me to hit that high note. <laughs> I think Let's you'll leave. Okay. Yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> um. So speaking of holding on, um, um, wanted to talk a little bit about um, the day after, uh, what's it called, April Fool's Day, there is uh, like an event, April 2nd, called World Autism Day. And I was um, wondering, uh, given you may know people with autism and Things of that nature. What you, um, what you've seen within the last? Um, well, I didn't have much of a chance to pay attention to the activities surrounding this day, um, but I think you know, I think removing the stigma from from this, you know, is a good thing in showing that yeah, if you if you do if you are autistic, you can still. One, you can live a normal life, and two, you know, other folks around you, you know, you, you could very well know someone who has this, and depending where that person is on the spectrum, you know, it's it's a way to it's a any it's a way to foster understanding. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> I mean, one of the biggest um things that they're battling. I'm not, uh, depending on who it is, and um what organization is um um what they support one of the biggest problems is um seeing that uh people um understand that for people who have autism that it's hard for them to speak they do like to speak and they can over time be good effective communicators it just may take a little more time than others. It takes a lot of time and practice, you know, even more than for, you know, a person who, who doesn't have autism. Um, but, you know, get, you know, when they, and, you know, and then helping the, helping those, uh, helping everyone find their voice is always a good thing in my opinion. Yeah, finding someone's voice, finding their directive and aim, Directive direction in life mm-hmm. is uh, crucial, and even uh, even with good friends of mine, it's all about uh, finding the need to seeing why talking is important. <laughs> because um, a lot of this society right now uh, 
use their social media, and so they understandably choose to not communicate, and it's much harder on that community. The people who have mm-hmm. high functioning, medium functioning, low functioning autism to speak up in that regard. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, um, and um, do you have any uh, other things to add to that? Um, no, not really. <clears throat> All right. And, um, we could, um, in terms of people speaking up, uh, talk a little bit about uh, anti-vaxxers. <laughs> now, people actually who I wish wouldn't be speaking up, but... I mean, um, I get a lot of uh, information on my feed, like on Facebook, saying, um, if you're... Uh, if you were born uh, later than 1857, you need to go here to vaccinate yourself to make sure you don't get measles and chickenpox. Yeah, because you know the the two the two rounds of you know shots for the MMR vaccine didn't really become a thing until the 90s. Um, so, and I'm I'm you know I missed out on that. Um, keep wondering if I should go. You know, well, I, I feel I kind of should go get myself vaccinated, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, finding out the time and where to do it. And, you know, this, this is particularly pressing for me because, you know, since I live in Oak Park, it's kind of, gra- you know, one half of gra- Oak Park right now is kind of ground zero for a little bit of a measles outbreak. Yeah. I mean, through Oakland County, I want to say Oakland County, I'm not 100% sure there's, 32 confirmed cases that of sounds measles. About right. That yeah. sounds about right. Uh, so, yeah, there's been an outbreak. I, um, unfortunately, am one who wants to vaccinate but have not had time to. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, yeah, please go out. Do not be like me and Phil and go vaccinate to make sure that you don't spread this disease more than it more than already, it already is. is yeah um herd immunity you know we, it's a thing to protect those who can't for whatever reason get a vaccine either they're too young or they have other health issues that prevent it so yeah they take care of yourselves and by taking care of yourself you can help take care of all of us yeah, we want to um, care. Yeah, we want to care for others as, as well as ourselves. But um, did you, uh, in terms of uh, um, taking care of others and being accommodating, have you um, heard the uh, information about what Epic Games is doing right now? They're. Uh they're kind of upsetting the Steam Apple card from what I hear. Uh, how so? They're stealing exclusives. Um, like, you know, Metro, Metro Exodus was a, was a, was a topic for this of being exclusive on the Epic Game Store. 
Now apparently Borderlands 3 is going to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store and folks are not happy about that. Uh, yeah, people um, – the consumer is not happy at all. But uh, a lot of it like the Boogie2988s of the world or the Jim Sterlings are are saying that it is anti-consumer. Um and I do agree with that, but who is it? Uh, well, I didn't. I didn't happen to see the Jim Sterling video where he talked about it, so I'm. Di- I didn't catch up on his reasoning for that. How he came to that conclusion? Yeah, they talked. Eh. Uh, and one of the things that made Steam popular was because um, they would uh, back in the day they would. Uh, take games and make them exclusive only on their platform. So, uh, which is fine if you're the only platform in town, but there's, you know, again, this is, this is me not having seen the Jim Sterling video. You know, we, you know, exclu- games exclusive to a, to a platform. And I'm, you know, for purposes of this discussion, I'm going to consider Steam to be its own platform separate and distinct from, the Epic Game Store, even though, yeah, they're both PC games at the end. You know, we've been dealing with platform exclusives for a while. Um, you know, Super Mario's exclusive to Nintendo platforms. You hear a little bit of uh, kvetching about that, but at the end of the day, everyone understands God of War is exclusive to Sony platforms. And, you know, yeah, every time, you know, occasionally someone wonders why you can't get it for Xbox, but I think, you know, folks, you know, come to the you know come to terms with that so i i really don't see how you know borderlands 3 being exclusive to epic is really all that different than you know god of war being exclusive to playstation i mean you have a point there but uh uh it is hey yes uh Steam and uh, what's it called? Um, Epic Games, Epic, the yeah. Epic Games launcher. They have to, they do have to work toward having exclusives. They can't just have Fortnite. Uh, so I understand I mean, that's that, where they got the money to get this off the ground. But yeah, you know, Ooh. in my opinion, I think Steam does need a, some real competition and you know that's what epic epic is doing right now i mean when i mean with making these things like exclusive or timed exclusive what's happening it is anti-consumer it's true but in the end um um who is it hurting it's hurting the developers <laughs> so there's been um with boogie he uh had a video that said that he um what's it called uh that said that the game developers the people who are making the game are mad at him and uh rightly so they are kind of in the right mm-hmm. to that point that um you are hurting their sales <laughs> Mm-hmm. By saying that this is anti-consumer, <laughs> I mean, 
into this in and I think after this podcast is over, I do need to go back and watch that Sterling video. But and and maybe he'll be able to convince me. But right now, I'm I'm just not there. I I don't see you know. I think it's kind of alarmist to call it anti-consumer. Um, is it uh, you know that's not to say it's is it smart? Probably not. Um, you know, I would hope you're getting something good out of you know being being a platform exclusive. It is. Um, uh, it is helping the developer a lot, given the um, given the uh, pay gap mm-hmm. between and uh, uh, bless you, Randy. Uh, I know you've been doing that a lot this week, <laughs> uh, especially. Uh, but uh, but yeah. Uh, where was I going with this? I'm sorry. Uh, um, something about the pay gap between uh, Epic and uh, Steam. Yeah, with uh, with Epic Launcher, um, instead of Steam taking thirty percent, Epic is taking fifteen percent. Mm-hmm. So there is a bigger margin for profit for these developers and publishers. Mm-hmm. So there is a uh, there is a uh, there is a benefit to being on the Epic Store. Yeah, um, but to say um, giving a an exclusive contract a a contract that uh, remains exclusive to uh, the Epic Game Store, uh, I think what's mainly uh, why people are angry is because. Well, the developer or the publisher didn't let their uh, fans know, <laughs> and I that think I that's can, that I can that I can somewhat understand. Yeah, because because of course they're going to get some backlash from it, mm-hmm. but then people are going to somewhat understand. It doesn't look good for the company to pull the wool under people's eyes and then uh, yeah, change I, it to a different launcher. <laughs> yeah, because I know, I know the, I know the, in the case of Metro Exodus, they they were doing initially doing pre-sales on the Steam platform, you know, and then Epic came in and swooped them up, you know, for a timed exclusive. But you know, the good thing is at least Steam honored their pre-orders. Yeah, and that is that is um, that makes things just slightly smoother to an otherwise rocky road. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I can understand you know a, a game a game player not wanting to have one more service I need to log into. I get that. You yeah. know. I mean, for right now, I'm happy with um, GOG or, as Randy has said before, good old games. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think that um, I think yeah. the, the, I think we'll just be interesting to see how this develops. Um, I do, you know, I am kind of somewhat of the opinion that Steam has a little too much power and they're kind of lazy. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. But it's like, but like right now, people are saying that it's kind of the lesser of the two evils. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that 
uh, Epic Games is the lesser of the two evils, but maybe now they seem kind of one and the same. But and that's unfortunate. But. Well, this is a, this uh, this trend will develop over time, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah. You, do you know a place that is um, going nowhere though? <laughs> um. Going nowhere, going nowhere. I've heard of the road to nowhere. The road to nowhere. And the bridge to nowhere. The um, the company to nowhere now <laughs> is apparently EA because they uh, let go of their, um, I want to say, Japan department, um, let go of 350 workers. Oh, yeah. I, I did hear about that. Um yeah, they closed down their Japanese, I think their Russian office too. Yeah, they're they're going at a slow pace because they do not have any more Russians. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that was bad. <laughs> but but no, like it's just what we need before the election a bunch of uh Russian uh Russian uh, folks with a lot of tech skills and a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, listening to but that uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, it's no, it's kind of it's kind of saddening that all those workers are uh, being let go. Mm-hmm. And, apparently, and, apparently Anthem was not the big hit that uh, EA was hoping for. It was no, I I would disagree with you. It was a big hit. A Probably to their pride, but <laughs> and their profits and their profits, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean, like I said before, like I want to say last episode or the episode before that, um, they, I wanted to see more people, um, play this game, and it's a shame that it isn't. But that it was kind of a total, um, uh, a total cluster, if I can say that. Uh. Yeah, and you know, it's kind of, kind of. You don't hear much about it anymore at all. So it's kind of sounds like it's, you know, it's a cluster that's landing with a thud. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a anthem that. Is uh, it's an anth- falling with it's a fob. An- it's an anthem with anthem for a nation of nation of one, I guess. Uh, nation, um, but what nation is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not for Jack White. I'm no. sure, but <laughs> well, no. I mean, maybe for a seven nation army, but seven. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, um, uh, do we have like any other? Do you know of any other gaming news you've heard of? Um, well, this was a couple weeks old, but apparently, Scalebound is being resurrected for the Switch of all all things. Um, the uh, uh, the former Platinum Games was working on a game where I think you could ride a dragon. And uh, they were trying to get it for Xbox One and for was exclusive to that platform. But for some reason, they just couldn't get it together. And 
The rumor of a couple of at least a month ago, I don't haven't heard anything much about it since. Was it was being resurrected for Switch? Did you um, happen to hear about that? Um, what's the name of the game again? Scalebound. Scalebound. I heard about it. I I haven't heard much on it. Yeah. I know of the title, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, Cuphead's going to be on the Switch too in a couple of months, in a couple of weeks. Um, Cuphead, Deltarune, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be. Um, that's not going <laughs> to. That <laughs> I've played it on PC. Cuphead is um, on Switch is going to be no uh, cup of tea, but. <laughs> it's <laughs> maybe we'll find out finally what's in what's what's in what's actually in the guy's cup for uh I gotta imagine it's booze oh there was there was a game theory about that that it was um there was a theory on um we've talked about them game theory that it is um uh triple x alcohol and that <laughs> oh yeah yeah that could do it um, for the kids at home who are listening to this, that is um, that's something you can only get from um, Bill Murray. All right, mm-hmm. if you get that, uh, if you get In- that Ghostbusters reference, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say his name into the mirror three times, maybe he'll show up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. Um, but terms of the switch or there is Sekiro which is yeah. getting a lot of acclaim right I have, now I have yeah I've seen it I'm scared to try it I am I am one who likes looking at it but will probably uh not play it <laughs> so. I don't I don't exactly have the time in my life to uh, get good as the kids say yes um uh, but yeah, there's. Is there it's the kind of game I might try if I find it cheap? But uh, other than that, probably just. Eh, you guys have your fun. Maybe in like a year and a half, it'll become cheap. Mm-hmm. But I did. I don't uh, feel a need to rush for it. Yeah. Um, did you see the PC game for uh, Power Rangers though? No. Oh. <laughs> There's this. Oh, this sounds. This sounds uh, like it's gonna be good. It's already out. Uh-huh. I mean, it came out between episodes, but uh, it's a game called Power Rangers: Battle for the Grid. It's a twenty dollar game on. Uh, I want to say PC. I may be wrong with that, but uh, I'm they, sure someone will correct us. Um, a, to the people who are playing it, they say kind of like. Um, What's it called? Um, you always pick the Green Ranger, <laughs> for the most I part. I thought that was just a rule for life. Yeah. Whenever you had a choice, pick the Green Ranger. <laughs> yeah, you pick the Green Ranger, and then uh, there are there are a couple others who are very good with combos that can take away two thirds to three fourths damage. So is this like a fighting game, kind of like Killer Instinct style, or no? Uh, 
it is a fighting game. It's a three on three that's a lot like um, Marvel versus Catcom. Oh, okay. So you can have three Green Rangers on your team? Yes. Oh, sweet. <laughs> three Green Rangers or one Green Ranger and two nobodies. Uh, him and uh, Goldar. <laughs> I missed out on Power Rangers. I don't know who Goldar is. Goldar was within the first few seasons. He is the... uh, He um, is this blue monster that has all gold skin around him and uh, wings on the back. (laughs) He's like the lieutenant of the main bad guys. Yeah. He's always... Oh, okay. There. Oh, okay. Is he the one who kind of looks like a dinosaur? Or? No, he looks like a gorilla wearing gold armor, and he has wings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll make sure to change it from gold to pink so that you're satisfied. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, hey, his name would be not Goldar, but Pinkdar. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I'm interested. It has Udana as one of the playable characters. Who's Udana? <laughs> she was the white Mystic Force Ranger and the team mentor. Yeah. And I know that this is just, this is, I want to say there's like 15 characters right now. Um, it is a game that is not $60. It is actually $20. So, and they will be adding more characters later on, but. For I, for a for a nice DLC price, yeah. For how it looks, twenty dollars is a good price point. <laughs> <laughs> I would even go as far as maybe thirty. But you yeah. sound like you've tried this game, Ian. Is that right? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm I'm still finishing up Diablo. I ah. um, I'm on the second to last floor, and I've um got to get all my items and one shot it <laughs> one floor and that's um proving to be very tough <laughs> wow. oh yeah i remember i remember diablo from way 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 back yeah um so do we um do we have anything else that we want to talk about outside of goldar <laughs> Um. Well, I guess. Uh, well, it's, uh, no, not really. I don't really have too much else. Okay. All right. So, um. So I'll um end it. Um, Phil. Uh, where can we find you? Well, I. Uh, I just bought a switch, so um, won't won't be hard, I'll be kind of hard to find for the next uh, couple weeks as I get that uh, set up and I uh, finally play through Super Mario Odyssey. Yes, um, yep, you will be playing that. Um, if uh, what about uh, Tetris ninety nine? Well, I gotta yeah, I gotta get my uh, gotta get my online pass set up first for that. I think so. All right. But yeah, I'll be trying that out as well. Yeah. And um, I am at Twitter at eInformed, informed with an A, and also uh, uh, 
at a site called inform.com, of course, informed with an A. Uh, thank you. Um, and uh, DFTBA. Thank you. Good night.